0: It's time to focus in on the big winner of the morning. And throughout the last five months, it's Zoom video, the shares up over 30% since the open, adding on to an enormous rally already during the quarantine period. The chief financial officer of the company is joining us. Kelly Steckelberg is back here on the show. Kelly, great to have you here, thanks for joining. Hi, good morning, great to be here. This is an amazing report. Everybody knows it. We had an analyst on the show earlier, Scott Kessler from Third Bridge, just said it's a stunning report. Uh, Everything beats the expectations. So it seems like the question here then is, how does it get better, Kelly? Everybody wants to know, is this the best Zoom we'll have during this period where people are forced to communicate through these apps?
1: Well, what we're seeing is that work from home is clearly more than a fad video communications is now being embedded into all aspects of our lives. And while many of us are certainly excited about the day that we'll get to go back and see our colleagues in person, we believe that it will really become a hybrid approach. This is now the way that events are going to be held in the future, that, you know, parents won't have to travel to take their children to tutoring lessons, that it's really going to be an efficient, it's become a more efficient way that we communicate the way that we learn and the way that we work. And, you know, employees increasingly want this flexibility to be able to work from anywhere. And what Zoom has enabled is for employers to see that they can do that without sacrificing productivity. So I don't think this is ever going away. We're just going to see a new paradigm in terms of how we work, how we communicate, and how we learn going forwards.
0: What I think is one of the most stark things uh, that's happened here is that Zoom is, uh, was not really the first mover in this space. People knew Skype, they knew other apps that they used for, that their companies made them use in the workplace. And yet during this period, you have supplanted that from just a cultural standpoint in terms of what average people are using within the workplace as well. How do you make sure you secure that? Are there contract lengths that you can remain confident in? How do you know that the competitors you beat soundly in the last six months are not going to wake up and go what the heck we got to get it together here and get back our market share.
1: Well, everything that we do at Zoom is focused on delivering happiness to our customers and our employees and that's reflected in the ease of use of our product as well as the resiliency of our platform and the performance that we provide to our customers. That's why I think that people see that this product is amazing and it works from a single individual, a sole proprietor, your children at home, all the way up to the largest enterprises. And we saw success in the quarter across all segments of the business. You know, our enterprise customers, they do typically buy on annual or multi-year agreements, and we see lots of stability there. We haven't seen any change in their buying patterns during this pandemic. And then we certainly have seen a growth in the segment of our customers with fewer than 10 employees that accounted for 36% of our revenue in Q2. And and those customers have the option to buy on a monthly or annual agreement. And we wanna make sure that we are the best product there supporting them for everything that they need.
0: I know that you hired employees during this period. You've got a lot of demand coming in, of course. Um, In terms of what that means, and the overall execution of the business, all that top line growth that's coming and what's making it to the bottom line. Earnings come ahead uh, way ahead of the expectations. You're positive on a gap basis. Adjusted obviously is even uh, more strong and you expect that to continue. Can investors generally expect to see the same internal structure, the breakdown of revenue, the margins, all that stuff. Is it going to remain consistent or expand from here?
1: So what we talked about on the call yesterday is certainly, as you said, revenue greatly accelerated, um, almost you know doubling quarter over quarter. So we do expect, as you look forward to the rest of the year, for the quarter over quarter growth in revenue to decelerate from that. But still, the outlook that we gave for the full year was two point three seven to two point three nine billion dollars. Our gross margins are you know, in the range of 72%. We expect that to be fairly consistent for the rest of the year. And then from an operating margin perspective, we did indicate that Q2 was really the peak for the year as we saw that steep increase in revenue. And while we did hire over 500 new employees during the quarter, the spending and hiring and investment just hasn't kept up with that significant increase in revenue growth. And so we do expect the Q2 operating margin to be the peak and for that to decline for the rest of the, the year and into the foreseeable quarters of FY22 as well.
0: One of the things we were discussing and kind of debating here uh, internally yesterday on our show was about the next stage of quarantine, as you point out, maybe a hybrid type of workplace. But there still is, at least in, in my experience, and I think with many others, there are certain apps that they use, like a Cisco Webex or something that's in the office. Now, to be honest, I still haven't really figured out how to use that thing. During quarantine, when I was playing poker with friends, Zoom, it's a click, you got it, it's simple. But for corporations that have these embedded systems already, how do you make sure that when we do go back to the workplace, uh, people aren't going, hey, you know what, you're not on your your personal computer anymore, we gotta go back to what we were using. You're not at home, we let you use Zoom, we did these meetings because it was easier. Granted, it is, I don't think anybody's disputing that, but how do you make sure that when you come back in, People aren't, and businesses aren't going back to their old ways.
1: You know, we have a significant enterprise customer base and in fact, continue to see strong growth there in Q2. We are thrilled to have signed Exxon Mobil as a new customer. You know, it's a fortune five company. So thrilled to continue to see expansion there. And our enterprise customers do typically sign annual or multi-year agreements. So we feel-
0: great about our strength in that segment. And are there uh, ways to, what are sort of the incentives? What's the case that you make for these companies right now? Because if they're really big, I think the Exxon example is a great one because that's an example of a company that's got a ton of employees that's saying, hey, this is worth the structural shift. Right now, are you finding that you have to offer incentives for them, uh, a discounted rate to full rate? Walk me through kind of what the pitch is to get a giant company to move everybody over.
1: Well, you know, what we hear from our customers and these prospects is they're looking for a platform that has the ease of use that can, and also the support that they need for all of their employees around the globe. And they also want to have a consolidated platform because in addition to our core meetings product, we also have a webinars product, we have a Zoom phone product, and we have a conference room solution called Zoom Rooms. And so they they see the opportunity to have a complete integrated platform solution. That's what Zoom offers them. Certainly when you start to talk to large enterprises, there are opportunities for discounts based on volume or multi-year agreements, but it's really the product that speaks for itself. And I think what many of these enterprises have seen, if they're using a different product, a competitive product, it may not be standing up under the the pressure of this pandemic and having all of their employees distributed remotely and so they're turning to zoom for for that opportunity of a product that really works well and can keep all their employees productive as well as safe
0: okay now you mentioned the zoom phone Uh, walk up my viewers through what you expect to see in terms of products or additional zoom verticals that maybe people aren't as familiar with right now Uh, what's kind of the next step now that people are in the ecosystem uh is one of the as scott was pointing out just earlier you are now i believe the the sixth biggest in terms of just enterprise software companies or or software companies as a whole your market cap is massive now uh so many i think are wondering what other products are going to be in here
1: So we're really excited about Zoom Phone. That's a a fairly recent product launch about a year and a half ago. And it's now generally available in 40 countries around the globe. So excited about the potential there. in fact, our two largest deals in Q2 for Zoom Phone were outside the US, so really excited there. And then also we've seen significant increase in our webinars product as companies are thinking about how do we move our users conference to a, a virtual experience how do we have investor conferences virtually and we've seen a significant growth there and also you know road shows we're seeing road shows the ipa road where you typically used to fly around those are now being done virtually as well and the webinars product it's what we use for our earnings call for example that we did yesterday and we're seeing more and more companies embrace that technology as they realize what an amazing experience it can be be interactive. We had all of our sell side analysts on there yesterday interacting with us, asking questions. And it's just a really great product for these organizations to now blend into the way that they're communicating with their customers, with their employees and their investors.
0: Are there uh, plans? I know there are plans you're talking about here on the international front in terms of what investors should think about on the expenses involved in expanding? uh, Does that dynamic change at all uh, the more you want to move outside the U.S.? And and how much is that a priority right now?
1: So we are really focused on investing for top line growth. That includes more salespeople to add capacity to our sales organization, both in the U.S. and internationally. You know, our international revenue grew over 600% in Q2, and we continue to see amazing opportunity there. So, we'll continue to invest in markets as well as R&D. We want to continue to ensure that we're investing at the right level to, you know, continue that innovation on our platform to meet the needs of our customers.
0: Okay, so it sounds like there may be a, 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 in the future. as that focus is continuing on revenue that maybe there could be still margin pressure at points if it's worth the revenue expansion that you're going to be getting
1: yeah as i said earlier we really you know q2 margins at 41.7 percent were really the peak for the year and by design, we want that to come down as we're continuing to invest across aspects of our business to focus on to drive top line growth.
0: Got it. Okay. After the big rally, what about uh, shares? Tesla's issuing shares now. Uh, does it make sense for Zoom to generate some cash flow that way?
1: Um, you know, we had you know free cash flow of 373 million in Q2, so we're happy with the fact that we have almost 1.5 billion dollars of cash sitting on our balance sheet, excluding restricted cash today. And that's that's you know sufficient to support the needs of our business for the foreseeable future.
0: OK, thanks a lot, Kelly. Appreciate the insight uh, and all the uh, uh, all the answers here as a stock. Now, 42 percent, by the way, thanks for joining us, Kelly. Yep,
1: thank you.
0: Chief Financial Officer at Zoom, Kelly Stuckelberg here on the TD Ameritrade Network.